Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is drive time with Elliot Danka, Timothy Go, and Chua Tian Tian. And while we'll speak to a guest who might not have had a very good weekend because mm. Chelsea Football Club <laughs> lost. But first, it's time for a market view. Right. So a quick recap of how we started the day, Elliot and Tim. Singapore shares down today following losses in the US. So if you look at the STI, that was down 0.1% in early trade. We're looking at 3,324 points, some 68 million securities changed hands early on. Now, off to the closing numbers now. The STI closed in the red 0.59%. Lower at 3,308 points. In terms of value turnover, 847 million Sing dollars. Gainers, trope losers, 239 versus 302. Top advances, new incorporation USD, Chenen Jingjiang and Hatao Royal. And uh, top decliners, GMH USD, Shangri-La Hong Kong dollars and Hopa. Now, Singapore Airlines made the news today after Scoot announced that it'll add nine new aircrafts to support its network growth strategy. Really, how are investors reading into this? And at the same time, SIA Engineering Company reporting a 64% year-on-year fall in net profit ended December. But to what extent is this a one-off performance as which support ends? Quite a number of things to watch today. Joining us at the start of the week, David Kuo, co-founder The Smart Investor. Hi, Mr. Kuo, how are you? I'm very good, Jen Jen. And how is the drive time team today? Great. It's a Monday. We're good. Yeah, yeah, we're good on a Monday. <laughs> and you know, Mr. Ko, I understand you're in Hong Kong now. If you were in Australia, I would really ask if you saw Alibaba founder uh, Jack Ma. But uh, let's start with the SGX. How did the STI fare today? Well, uh, as far as I'm concerned, you know, it was down a little, but that was partly because uh, there is going to be no guidance from America today or tonight because the American market is closed to President's Day. And believe it or not, it's actually to celebrate uh, the the former president, uh, George Washington, who I believe could never tell a lie, unlike some of the politicians these days who... (laughs) Can't tell the truth anymore, yeah? So mm-hmm. uh, everybody should take a leaf out of uh, Washington's uh, books and uh, try and tell the truth a little bit more about what's going on in the world. Right. So let's look at the biggest movers for today. Any surprises there? Sam Marine, one of the hot stocks early on, though. Uh, yes, I know. Sam, uh, Semco Marine was uh, down quite significantly today, and uh, that is primarily because uh, I think it's a case of better to travel than to arrive. Um, I don't really sort of believe that. I think it's actually better to arrive than to travel because um, it's just having flown all the way from Singapore to Hong Kong is much better to actually be on the ground. But in most cases, people were, uh, first of all, you know, quite uh, optimistic about the merger between Semco Marine and also uh, Keppel Oil and, uh, uh, Oil and uh, Offshore and Marine Corporation. And uh, now that the deal is more or less done because the Semco Marine shareholders have voted for the merger, uh, they just think, right, it's time to take profits and uh, they're just going to sort of wait until the uh, merger finally uh, materializes and then they'll mm. just sort of see how things go. But it's just a case of uh, people sort of taking profits at the moment. But I think the merged entity is going to be a much stronger entity than having two separate units. 
So, Mr. Kuo, uh, SIA made the news today. Subsidiary Scoot announcing that it will add nine new aircrafts to support its network growth strategy. I know we have been talking quite a bit about SIA and, and our co-host, Tim Go is very excited about travel. <laughs> uh, what does it mean for Scoot, actually? What can we expect from here? Well, the thing is, I mean, that, that is really sort of quite optimistic in terms of the budget airline. I mean, to actually sort of go out there and uh, buy new nine jets, new Embraer jets, I think that is a sign of optimism from the airline that there is going to be increased travel. And one of those travelers may, may of course, be uh, Timothy. You know, he <laughs> might, be on, might, be on, might be on the plane as well, going somewhere, just as I am going somewhere, because now that we can travel, uh, people are going about and just uh, looking around the plane uh, this afternoon when I, when I climbed on the plane, he was full. And a, a lot of people are very optimistic. The, 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 the planes are full for different reasons. I mean, in my case, I just wanted to come over to Hong Kong and see how my investments are doing. And uh, I think, you know, all my investments in uh, uh, shopping malls and uh, property and stuff here in Hong Kong is doing quite well. But as far as Scoot is concerned, I think it is a sign of uh, uh, promise. And uh, even though SIA shares were down a little today, I think, you know, it, it is going to be an indication that, uh, this is not a reopening play. This is going to be a play for the future, and people will be traveling an awful lot more. Let me add on to this, David. What do you make of Scoot uh, buying Embraer Jets Empresa Brasileira Aeronautica? I've been looking at this E-190, E-2 aircraft, and you can compare them with an Airbus A320, A321 kind yeah. of range and capacity, right? But most of the time... As Singapore Airlines Group used to buy, will buy an, an Airbus or a Boeing, yeah. uh, but not Embraer. Well, you know, I, I don't know what price they paid for the Embraer jets, but maybe it was um, a little bit cheaper than either uh, the Airbus. Do you know something, Elliot? If somebody were to ask me, it is Elliot, isn't it? No, it's Tim. Okay, okay. The point is, I mean, I, if you ask me what plane I was uh, sitting in today, mm-hmm. I couldn't possibly tell you. Right. Uh, for as mm. far as I'm concerned, it could be it could be a, a Boeing triple seven, or it could in fact be an Airbus three fifty. I have no idea, and I don't quite rightly care. All I want to do, you know, is to get on the plane and um, make sure that it is comfortable. And as long as the Embraer jets are comfortable, then I don't think people are going to bother too much, you know, about what type of plane mm. it is. I, I, I know some people are very concerned about what kind of plane they get into, but uh, as long as it gets me from A to B, and I have been on some planes uh, where it has got me from A to B, and uh, only to find later on that it, they, they were propeller-driven rather than actually sort of jet engines. But still, you know, I got from one place to another, and that really is all that matters. But uh, you make an interesting point. Maybe uh, some of the airlines are looking at uh, cheaper alternatives rather than going for the... Um, uh, the Boeings and the Airbuses. All right, uh, let's talk about SIA Engineering, uh, David. Uh, SIA Engineering reported 64.1% year-on-year fall in net profit yeah. uh, for Q3. Uh, and it said that operating performance in Q3 actually improved on a yearly and quarterly basis if you take out the impact of the wage support and exchange yeah. losses. So to what extent do you think this performance is an outlier? Well, I, I, I think there are two things we can take away from this. First of all, the revenues were up, right? Uh, that, I think, is most, most important, that they are actually sort of um, uh, making more in terms of um, uh, the, 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 the revenue side. But then on the other side, 
uh, the profits are down. And that, as you quite rightly pointed out, was primarily because of the removal of some wage support. And I think a lot of companies these days will be having to stand on their own two feet now. Mm -hmm. Governments are going to be reducing the amount of support. And I was talking to the taxi driver in Singapore today. He was taking me to the airport. And he was saying that uh, Comfort Del Grow is gradually removing a lot of the subsidies that they have for uh, uh, car rental. And so they're going to have to start, start paying a bit more. What that really tells me is that we're going to go through a period where there's going to be a huge amount of adjustment. And some people are calling this um, not, not, not an economic recession, but probably an earnings recession. In other words, a lot of companies who can't pass on uh, the price increases to their customers may have to find that they're, they're going to have to sort of take, take it on the chin as far as profits are concerned. And this is something that is worrying the market. And the market is trying to pick its way through about those companies that are able to pass on the price increases to their customers and those that can't. But I think in the case of SIA Engineering, they will be able to pass on the price increases onto their customers because ultimately airlines want to make sure that uh, their planes are properly serviced and they're properly maintained and they're in a good shape for, for their customers. So uh, we're going to go through this period of adjustment. And uh, I just want to pick up on something that Elliot, you know, once said, to, uh, well, he said earlier on in, in today's interview uh, that uh, I had a bad weekend. Yeah, I understand that. Chelsea did lose 1-0 against <laughs> Southampton, right? I, I do get that point. But the other point, of course, is that uh, form is temporary and class is permanent. Yeah? And we have uh, companies like SIA Engineering, which is a classy company. So it might be going through a little bit of a, a rough time at the moment, having to make those adjustments, but they'll be fine. Ask me in 10 years' time, you know, whether SIA's um, uh, engineering profits are going to be higher than they are today. And the answer is absolutely it will be. The ever-eloquent David Kuo, co-founder of the Smart Investor, is on the line with us. Now it is Elliot talking, David. And I want to, <laughs> I want to talk about Challenger Technologies uh, reporting a 40% year, uh, 40% on year decline in net profit uh, for the six months that ended December. Despite higher revenue, um, they're saying that this is due to, or partly due to, the COVID-related government wage support bill. So the question is, would you expect Singapore firms in general to post worse than expected net profits despite the better operating performance this quarter? Well, I think there were two parts of the, to the Challenger technology, uh, which most of us better know as just simply Challenger, yeah? Uh, the shops that we go into to go and buy stuff. The important thing, again, just as it was with SIA Engineering, was that revenues were up. Revenues were up about 9%. Unfortunately, there were two things that, that, that took a hit to uh, the uh, net profit. The first one was the loss on investment. And that really isn't sort of a cash item. Uh, that, that is more a case of writing down some of their investments that they made. And so uh, it, it's not really that significant. It's an exceptional charge. The more important one, of course, is higher operational expenses. And again, you know, I, I reiterate what I said about SIH engineering. Will Challenger be able to pass on those cost increases to customers? Mm -hmm. And uh, in, in, in our case, I mean, we, we have a look. We go into shops, we have a look at the prices, and then we uh, compare those prices with what we might uh, be able to pay online. It's called uh, scan and scram. In other words, you go and have a look, you scan the item that you want, and then you scram. 
you go and uh, uh, go and have a look to see what the price is on on uh, the internet. And if it is cheaper online, then you will buy it online. So uh, companies like Challenger Technologies will have to sort of cope with the competition from the online stores. Mm. And if they can't compete with them, then, of course, you know, there's going to be a problem. Of course, the other thing is when you go into Challenger and you go and buy something, you take it away. With the online ones, you sometimes have to wait a few days for it. And it really depends on whether or not people have the patience. And just as with Chelsea, I am patient with Chelsea (laughs) and I am willing to wait. And I will give Graham Potter the benefit of the doubt and hope that he will come good by the end of the season. Right. And away from Singapore, Mr. Kuo, let's take a look at what's happening around the world. It seems like Indonesian banks are making too much money spurring calls uh, from President Jokowi to rein in their margins. We're talking about spreads as high as nearly 12% here. What do you make of this? Uh, You know, as much as I admire uh, President Jokowi, uh, what I need to say is, uh, where was he when the banks were not making money? Yeah, I mean, when, yeah. When, when the bank when, when the banks were actually sort of scrambling around, you know, after the great financial crisis, and uh, the interest margins, the net mm. interest margins were wafer thin. Where where was he then? Did he actually come round and sort of say how good the banks were doing? Not really, no. So mm. I mean, give the banks a break. I mean, the the, the banks have have had a pretty good well have a, have had a pretty good time at the moment, but for the last 10, 15, 20 years, they haven't had a good time because interest rates have been so low that they haven't been able to make a great deal of money. So maybe this is time for the banks to make some money. And and let's not forget that every country needs good banks. They need good, strong banks. And the more profits that banks make, yes, you know, shareholders will benefit. But at the same time, they'll be able to take that profit and lend it back out again to people who need to, who need to borrow it. So don't be too hard on the banks at the moment. Uh, just give them a break. And mm. um, I say that from the point of view of a bank shareholder. Yeah, I mean, um, <laughs> we, we went through a long time when we didn't even get any dividends at all yeah. from the banks. Yeah, so uh, it's about time that uh, we got something back in return right now. Right. Yes. Thank you very much, Mr. Kuo. That was David Kuo, co-founder, The Smart Investor. Thank you very much for joining us on Money FM 89.3. Thank you so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance.